What is up? Welcome in. You're watching Philadelphia Eagles now, and we are live right here on Chat Sports. I'm Chase Senior, producer Trizzy Trace on the ones and twos. And no matter where you are or how you're tuned in, we appreciate you for making Philadelphia Eagles now part of your day. So many content options out there, but we've had a record-breaking season. You've all been a part of it, so thank you so much for hopping on board and for your continued support. As for what we're getting into on today's show, here is the rundown. Some Eagles injury news to touch on. Should Philadelphia hire Bill Belichick? Great job by Jack Fritz, afternoon host right now, for WIP for really starting this conversation. And I kind of told him, Jack, you start talking about this on WIP, the rest of Philadelphia is going to follow suit. That's exactly what's happened, and we're talking about it today, especially after Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots today agreeing to part ways. I have my guide for how the Philadelphia Eagles are going to beat the Buccaneers in the NFC wildcard round on Monday Night Football. And we will also do a mailbag today. Get involved. Get those questions in. You have a hot take that you want to relay right here in front of thousands of people? Use the hashtag Eagles. Or better yet, send in a super chat. This Eagles team, though, is down. They've lost five of six. And I feel as though it's my duty as the face of this fan base on some of these YouTube streets to get the good vibes going. So I want everybody right now to type those E's into the chat. This is something that is well overdue. This is something that we need right now. And I'm going to put it on my shoulders to get the Philadelphia Eagles back on track. So spam those E's in the chat because E gets us started with E. A G L E S Eagles! We need it, and as many E's as we get in the chat, you gotta hit that thumbs up icon, and you gotta like the video as well. A lot of people getting that notification, starting to pile into the show, so let's give you some information here. Latest Eagles injury report coming out just a little while ago before we went live, put on the headset, and put the mic on. Reed Blankenship, groin, did not participate in practice today. A.J. Brown, who got injured against the Giants last week, did not participate in practice today because of that knee injury. Sidney Brown, out for the rest of the year with the torn ACL, also a non-participant. Britton Covey, groin, limited. Jalen Hurts, right finger. When the media was on hand, they didn't see him throwing a football, and he said, has not thrown a football since Sunday. He was limited, but he was suiting up. In the practice gear, Darius Slay, Devontae Smith, DeAndre Swift with knee, ankle, and illness issues, all full participants at practice today. Now, a little bit earlier today, hopped on the mic, and we did a show already because we're the content daddies here on Eagles. Now, we touched on some more Eagles injury news as well as some coaching and front office rumors. Stay tapped into that. That show is available on the stream right now. We talked Brian Johnson. Panthers, Titans, requesting to interview him, and then the Eagles assistant general manager getting some traction out there for some potential general manager openings across the National Football League, and we discussed that as well as Darius Slay coming back for the birds. Plenty of information there on the show that we had a little bit earlier out on the channel, but of course, don't go anywhere right now because the live show is about to begin. Got another question for you. Let's gauge where this fan base is at. What is your confidence level in an Eagles win against the Buccaneers? Scale it for me from 1 
to 100. First couple of people to give me your confidence level, I'm going to give you some shout-outs here. 100 from Dragon, tuned in from overseas, TNA, 100, Len Weaver on the low scale, 9, Danae, 1, Kevin Hansen, 95, Don Ackerley at 80, Ernesto at 90, Jared Mosley at 50, Blue Future, 30, Lucas, 50, Earth said 50-50, Captain Lou, 75, Adam Pop, uh, Adam Butters, excuse me, 85, and then Robert Papik at 50, Lacey Simmons at 100, Aiden, 89 to 100. So as you can see, this fan base is really confused, and I'm confused for what has happened to this team. 10 and 1 start, then they lose 5 of 6. Our live coverage today wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for game time. Really appreciate them for sponsoring the show here today. Get $20 off when you use the code EaglesChat. There are so many apps out there that you can buy tickets on. None are better than game time. And you won't get the prices on the game time uh, app that are outrageous like some other apps. And you're guaranteed to get the best seats at the lowest price guaranteed. You want to go to Eagles Bucks in Tampa? You can fly down there. Tickets available for as low as about $100. You want to go on the road to watch the birds play in the divisional round or maybe at home if there are a couple of upsets in the first round. You can do that and then an NFC Championship game. Could that be in the cards for the birds? You want to go to a Sixers game, comedy show, concert, whatever. It's all available on the Game Time app, and you get to save money when you use the code EaglesChat. One more time, EaglesChat, save $20, best seats at the lowest price guaranteed. And what's cool about this app, the prices drop as the event gets closer, and you're guaranteed to get in at the lowest price. Our Super Chat menu for our live show here today. All Super Chats are going to get a shout-out. My birthday was yesterday, so let's celebrate it with the Bird Gang. $10, I'll give you a birthday beer cheers out of the Eagles mug. $20, we'll sing Fly Eagles Fly to get the good vibes going once again. $50, I'm shotgunning a beer. And if you send in a $100 Super Chat, Bird's Nest Hall of Fame. Start getting your questions in right now, by the way. Use the hashtag Eagles. Or when you send in a Super Chat, you'll be a part of our mailbag and you'll skip the line just like you could do at a club if you're VIP, if you're a celebrity, and we'll answer your questions first. That is hashtag Eagles. We'll send in a super chat to ask us anything, or you can share a hot take on air as well because we want to hear from the smartest fans in football. If you're ready to ramp it up and you're ready to start it up on today's show, you want this show to get underway, I need you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. We have more than 100 people watching live already and the official show has not begun. So, like the video right now. Let's get to 100 likes as soon as possible. We're at 35. The more likes that we get, the more people who find the stream, and the more lit that we can get live on Eagles now. So continue to pepper that thumbs up icon and like the video. As I said a little bit earlier, broke down some Eagles injury news. And on today's show, we're going to start off with this conversation about Bill Belichick. We're at 46 likes. We can't start until we get to 60 likes. Trace is saying 69 likes. Very nice. How much? So continue to like the video here. I like. E-A-G-L-E-S. If you're a real one, then like the video. It ain't that hard. Manuel Maria, Danae, SG, Adam Butters, TNA, Dragon, Kevin Hansen, all apart of the recent commenter club. All right, the likes are skyrocketing. 
And this show is about to skyrocket and take off, so let's get it started right now. So if the Philadelphia Eagles decide to move on from Nick Sirianni during this offseason and in the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they go down in flames and they end the 2023 campaign having lost six of seven games. Should the Eagles hire Bill Belichick and make a splash hire in moving on from Nick Sirianni? That's what we're talking about on today's Eagles. Now, after Belichick and the Patriots on Thursday agreed to part ways after 24 seasons and arguably the best run for any coach and franchise in the history of the National Football League. And what a wild 48 hours we witnessed this week. And it's the end of an era in coaching. Pete Carroll out with the Seattle Seahawks. Nick Saban decides to retire. No longer the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Bill Belichick out in New England. A lot of championships between those three coaches, and they go down respectively as some of the best coaches of all time, and certainly in this generation of football. What a run it was for Belichick in Foxborough, 266 and 121 in 24 seasons at the helm with the New England Patriots. He is still 15 wins away from tying Don Shula's all-time win record at 347. And that tells me right there, he still has gas left in the tank and is still motivated despite the crazy hours and the wild schedule to be an NFL head coach. But since Tom Brady's departure, when he went to Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl in 2020, Patriots have flatlined and they've gone downhill and Belichick's teams haven't been the same, especially those offenses. 29 and 38 since Brady went to Tampa and then obviously retired. But a great resume for who I think is the best coach of all time. You can throw out Bill Walsh, but Bill Belichick has more rings and had more sustained success for a longer period of time. And in 24 years, the Patriots won the AFC East 17 times. A little bit of a down division, they still won it though. Nine AFC championships. That doesn't always have to do with the AFC East. 12 Super Bowl appearances. I failed elementary algebra at Temple University, but that rounds out to be a Super Bowl appearance every other year. Think about that. 21 winning seasons and the only 16-0 team in the history of the NFL. As of right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, the last team to beat Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl. And look, I don't think that Belichick is done. He is 71 years old, and we've seen a trend here. Nick Saban, older guy, he's out. Pete Carroll, older guy. He's no longer coaching with the Seattle Seahawks. Joe Biden, just kidding. I'm not going to go there. But with Belichick, he loves ball. And mentally, it seems as though he still has it. So I think he's going to want to continue to coach here. And I think that he can still coach at a good level, but under one caveat. He cannot and no longer oversee player development. And my boy Jack Fritz at 94 WIP, I was texting with him last week and we were talking about Nick Sirianni. He jokingly texted me after I put out a video defending Sirianni. And he said, how long are you going to have these bad takes on Twitter? And I was like, look, what he's done in three years has been really, really impressive. And he's like, they should hire Bill Belichick as head coach. And I told Jack, you know what? You're now the afternoon host at 94 WIP. You talk about this on the air. The rest of Philadelphia is going to begin to talk about it. And it's now not just a local conversation. 
This is a national conversation that has taken place in the, brotherly, uh, in the city of brotherly love. Adam Schefter with this as well, kind of confirming my thoughts and my feelings on this, that Belichick is going to want to continue to coach. And it's expected to draw interest from at least some of the other seven NFL teams as of right now that currently have head coaching vacancies. Quite possibly, Arthur Blank and the Atlanta Falcons per league sources. Also of note here, some people had this question when the news became official early on Thursday morning, are the Patriots going to try to trade Belichick to get some compensation back? Looks as though the Patriots are just going to let Belichick walk to find his next destination. And I would say that he did enough for that organization so that they can allow him to choose where he goes next. So with that, this is today's poll question, and it's also going to be the pinned comment on today's video. And I'm going to reply to the pinned comment with the YouTube short. So look out for that down in the comment section right now. Pick the Eagles head coach if you could make the decision in the shoes of Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner. NS for Nick Sirianni, BB for Bill Belichick. I'll share my thoughts down below in the comment section right now. Coming up next, we're going to go through, through some pros of hiring Bill Belichick, but also some cons, and I think the cons might outweigh the pros, plus a look at Nick Sirianni's impressive resume. I know a lot of people are against him right now, but look, what he's been able to do, pretty damn impressive. First, let's give a shout-out to our sponsor for today's show. That is Game Time. If you're looking for the best seats at the lowest price guaranteed, download the Game Time app. Prices drop as the event gets closer. You can swipe for some flash deals on what is a free download with this app, and you're guaranteed to get the lowest price. You can also get the vantage point from your seat and the price point from your seat. So if you're concerned about having an obstructed view at a stadium with the Game Time app, as you can see on the left side of your screen, you're not going to have that. You can see where you'll be sitting and the price for those seats. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go down to Tampa and you still believe in this football team, there are still NFC wildcard tickets available at Raymond James Stadium. Earlier on this year in week three, Eagles fans took over the joint, and it was loud. It was an Eagles home game away from the link. Hopefully, Eagles fans are going to be able to do the same for a playoff game. You want to go to a Sixers game, a concert, comedy show, theater event, you can do that as well. Download the Game Time app, and you get $20 off when you use the code EaglesChat. We want you to save money, and we want you to have fun going to games while being fiscally responsible. You can do that with the Game Time app, and you can save $20 off using the code EaglesChat. The pluses of hiring Bill Belichick. Look, he's arguably the greatest head coach of all time, and I think that he is with the long and impressive resume and the sustained success that he had in New England and we went through the resume a little bit earlier. Bill Belichick, yeah, he's a little bit older. And the offense for the Patriots since Tom Brady departed Foxborough has been trash. But he's still a great defensive mastermind. And this year, I love the defensive game plans for New England. I loved how they played on the defensive side of the football. So still a great defensive mastermind who alters schemes and alters looks every single week based on the opponent. He is not strictly going to remain with one scheme just because he's stubborn like Chip Kelly. It all changes on the opponent, the quarterback, the personnel, the offensive weaponry, the play calling, the play design, the opposing scheme. He's a terrific game planner because of that. And with Belichick, 
you know that he has high-level big-game experience having won all of those Super Bowls with the Patriots. The negatives, though, I think the negatives do outweigh the positives of Belichick at this point. He cannot have personnel control. Defensively, he can identify talent. On the offensive side, he hasn't been able to draft a legitimate wide receiver in a long time. His best pick at wideout, Jacoby Myers. And I would say that Jacoby Myers is a really good two or a really good number three. Now, occasionally, some UDFAs, some late-round picks, some solid offensive linemen, he hit on a couple of those players. Drafted Tom Brady in the sixth round. As far as skill players go, Bill Belichick does not have an eye for talent, and as he's gotten older, it's gotten even worse. And that Pats offense, dreadful this year. Yes, they had quarterback problems, but they really did nothing to elevate the play of Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. Zappi had some moments, but come on now. Less than 14 points per game in 2023, that's not going to play. 31st in the National Football League. There's also a real question to be asked here. Is he cooked? And are we entering a new era of the NFL where an old school type of coach like this doesn't really jive with players, where he doesn't have a sense of what works, lack of creativity on the offensive side. And some people have some questions with Nick Sirianni. He doesn't call plays. So you get a really good offensive coordinator, that's great, but then they jet for a head coaching job. You would still have that same problem with Bill Belichick. And he's gonna, is he going to bring some of his cronies with him? Josh McDaniels, I really have no wants for Josh McDaniels to be the Eagles' offensive coordinator. So those are all real issues. And with Nick Sirianni, people are down on him. Some people are calling for his head. And I've said here on the show, it doesn't look good right now. It's been ugly, and a lot of that falls on the plate of the head coach. But Sirianni has the best winning percentage among all coaches hired since 2021. Eight of the 22 coaches who have been hired since then have been fired. And Nick Sirianni is still going and still having high-level success. Nick Sirianni is also the only coach hired in that 2021 cycle who's made the playoffs every single year. And I think what we're seeing, it's a Super Bowl hangover. Usually you see that early in the year. And if the Eagles had a Super Bowl hangover earlier in the year, I don't feel as though there would be the vitriol toward Nick Sirianni that we're seeing right now compared to the late season collapse because people would just chalk it up. Ah, oh, they made it to the Super Bowl last year. Heartbreaking loss. They started off slow. It's a Super Bowl collapse. But because they've collapsed late in the year with so much at stake, that's why you see some of the hatred directed towards Sirianni. But the resume is pretty impressive. My thoughts, I'm good on Bill Belichick. And I think that Nick Sirianni gets another year. When you have as much success as he's been able to have, I think you owe him that. And I think that he's earned that to see what he can do. And next year, if the Eagles still have some of these lingering issues, bad communication, play calls getting in late, offensive scheme, lacks creativity, not putting players in a position to succeed, bad communication as far as offensive line goes, Jalen Hurts having no confidence when the blitz is coming, the offensive scheme not having checkdowns or safety valves, sloppiness, penalties, turning the football over, then we could have this same conversation next year, and then Nick Sirianni, the seat might be even hotter. If the Eagles do move on from Nick Sirianni, it's not going to be Bill Belichick who's my number one candidate. 
And he's not even in my top four. Jim Harbaugh is my number one candidate. You hire Jim Harbaugh. He's won everywhere that he's gone. Has a pro-style offense, a pro-style defense, and he brings Jesse Minner with him, who's the Michigan defensive coordinator, who is a rising star in this industry. So he is number one on my list if the Eagles were to move on from Nick Sirianni. That's a program changer, a program developer who maximizes player talent and coaching talent and wins big and wins everywhere that he's gone. And I think that he can handle a big market, big market name, big market personality. He fits that bill. Candidate number two would be Ben Johnson, Detroit Lions offensive coordinator. All the creativity that this Eagles offense lacks right now, Ben Johnson has it. Pre-snap motion, multiple route trees, run game, pass game. He's a very creative offensive mind that kind of fits the mold of where we are in the 2024 NFL landscape. Number three for me would be Mike Vrabel. Now, I'm weary of hiring a defensive mind because, again, you're going to run into issues. When you get that good coordinator, he's going to become that hotshot coordinator who gets a head coaching job elsewhere. Then you have to restart the process. And we've seen with new coordinators this year, Eagles on both sides of the ball have really struggled. But Mike Vrabel, like Jim Harbaugh, maximizes teams. They always punched above their weight. They were tough, great defenses. And this Eagles defense right now is a straight-up joke. And I think personality-wise, players love him. Philadelphia would really love him. And I think that he would be a good fit in this city. And then at number four, a little bit of a lesser-known name, but it's Bobby Slowick, who's the play caller and offensive coordinator with the Houston Texans. He calls plays. He has his offensive system. He would call plays for Philadelphia, so you don't have to worry about him leaving. And he's a part of the Kyle Shanahan trade. And I love that Kyle Shanahan offense. It's worked for Sean McVay. It's worked for Matt LaFleur. It's working for Mike McDaniel, although Mike McDaniel's teams, I think, lack in the physicality department, but the Niners do not. Look at what Bobby Sloak's been able to do with a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud, who has had a tremendous season. And with the Texans, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, and a first-time play caller in Bobby Slowick, who used to be the pass game coordinator with Kyle Shanahan. So he knows all of the tendencies from that Shanahan offense, and he's a very creative offensive mastermind, play designer and play caller. He'd be young. I'm not sure he'd be used to the city of Philadelphia, but as far as calling an offense and installing an offense with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and this offensive line, they could put points up in a hurry, and they wouldn't have a lot of the same issues as we've seen this year with Brian Johnson as the play caller. So with that, our final question for today's show, should Sirianni return in 2024, R for return, F for fire? Segment number one in the books. We're going to move on to segment number two coming up here in just a bit. Um, we can do it now. That's fine. Yeah. We're going to do our mailbag next. So get those questions in hashtag Eagles or send in a super chat. No super chats yet here on the show, but if you want to send in a super chat, donate to the show, you can certainly do that. Um, we're going to do our mailbag next. So if you get enough questions in, we're going to run with it. If not, we have another segment planned that we can get to first. How about that? You can ask us anything or you can share a hot take. Get those questions in right now. Hashtag Eagles or send in a super chat. Do we have enough questions, Tristan? 
I really want to talk Eagles Bucks too. So that's a part of one of our segments on the live show here today. We could use a couple more questions. So let's just talk Eagles Bucks then. We could talk Eagles Bucks and we'll give you some more time to get those questions in. I do have to change my shirt uh, to go with True Classic here for one of our other sponsors. So producer Trizzy Trace is going to hop on camera. I'm going to get naked here, and I'm going to change my shirt. Just kidding. I just have to pop the top, change this, and I'll be back in like 10 seconds. Here is producer Trizzy Trace coming up here in just a moment as I change my shirt right now. All right, so I know that all of y'all wish you could have the view that I have of Chase Sr. not wearing a shirt. Um, this is only Eagles. Use hashtag Eagles to join. Dragon, or dra yeah, Dragon, Dragon. How would you, or how would be for you if Tommy Reese became OC and mentored DC for our burns? Chase says no. Jesse Minter, yes. Tommy Reese, absolutely the frick not. Those were his exact words. But keep using hashtag Eagles. We want to talk to you guys. We want to get you on the show because that makes it more fun for everyone. Also, good participation already. Let's get to 100 likes ASAP. 25 away. We'll get there. 25 away. And let's pop up the Super Chat menu one more time here if we could. And then we'll go to my guide for how the Eagles can beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All Super Chats get a shout out. My birthday was yesterday, so if you want to do a birthday beer cheers, we'll do that for $10, $20. We'll sing the Fly Eagles Fly song. $50 for a shotgun, $100. Gets you in the Bird's Nest Hall of Fame. 24 likes away from 100. Be a real one. Like the video right now. And let's get to segment number two live on Eagles Now. Coming up on today's Philadelphia Eagles Now, my guide and my scouting report for how the Eagles could beat the Buccaneers in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. First, today's show is sponsored by True Classic. You can get up to 25% off right now. We're going to tell you more about True Classic coming up here in just a little while. I'm rocking one of their polos right now, and you've seen me wear a lot of their products. Golf polos, athletic material, t-shirts, some of their shorts, really, really comfortable. I'm wearing their boxer briefs right now. Get signed up, trueclassic.com slash chat sports, 25% off. Start the new year off right by looking swaggy. So the stage is set. Philadelphia Eagles on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Monday night football and the final playoff game of Wild Card Weekend. Kickoff is set for 8.15 p.m. Eastern at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. And the line has not changed throughout the week. It has remained steady with the Eagles being three-point road favorites. The over-under has gone down a little bit from earlier this week because there ex is expected to be rain in the forecast. It is dead even at 43. And you think back to week three. Eagles got off to a good start. Road win against the New England Patriots. Good week two win against the Minnesota Vikings. Then they go on the road Monday night football, just like this matchup to Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, and the Eagles really dominated that football game. But so much has changed since then. Eagles won by 14 points, believe it or not. That was the largest margin of victory for the Eagles this year. And I went back and I watched the tape this week. And I went back and I watched some of the highlights for this game. Defensively, 
different scheme, different personnel, higher energy levels, and offensively, I really like what the Eagles were able to do in that game as far as their game plan. And we talk about how so much has changed since week three. Eagles got off to that 10-1 start. Buccaneers started slow. Since then, though, the Eagles have plummeted, and the Buccaneers have risen up to win the NFC South. Now, the NFC South, arguably the worst division in football, but the Buccaneers did earn the NFC South crown, whereas the Eagles squandered their opportunity to maybe get the number one seed, the number two seed, the number three seed, and win this division to become the first repeat winner of the NFC East since 2004. Whereas Philadelphia choked down the stretch going 1-5, the Bucs went 5-1 to finish 2023. And something that I'd like to see again in this game that we saw a lot in Week 3, the Philadelphia Eagles relying on their offensive line and their strength in running the football. The Eagles, despite Tampa Bay being a very good rushing defense, ran the ball 40 times for 201 yards. That was good for five yards per carry. And I think that the Eagles need to get back to their identity, which they had last year, which they've been missing this year, and they've gone away from it. The Eagles need to tap in to the mentality of this city, and they need to play some bully ball. And what's odd is that these numbers that we're about to show you are misleading. The Eagles' rushing attack this year, their rush play percentage, almost 46%, seventh highest in the NFL. Their yards per rush, 11th in the NFL at 4.3. Their rushes per game, they run at 30 times a game. That's sixth in the NFL, but some of those come in bulk with Jalen Hurts. Rushing yards per game, Eagles are eighth at 128.8 and rushing touchdowns per game, that's also skewed. They're fifth in the NFL thanks to the brotherly shove. Yet you don't feel like, when you've watched this team over the last month and a half, that they run it enough. Because DeAndre Swift, who is the most gifted running back this organization has had since LaShawn McCoy, with the quickness in and out of his cuts, ability to make guys miss, and him being a home run threat, this year has more than 20 carries just once. And a couple of weeks ago when he had 28 carries, I love the identity and the look and the feel of this Eagles offense. And I want to see them attack Tampa Bay. Run right at them, especially with Jalen Hurts not throwing at all this week because of the dislocated middle finger on his throwing hand, and there could be some rain in the forecast on Monday night. Allow your offensive line to set the tone and dictate the pace of the game. Brian Johnson, Nick Sirianni, I'm talking to you. So with that, let's talk some ball down in the comment section. What is your biggest key to the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Let me know and share your ball knowledge with us in the comment section right now. As I mentioned off the rip, Eagles Now is sponsored by True Classic. Get started on the right foot with your style with True Classic and save up to 25% off right now. I'm wearing one of their polos and I love their products. Our favorite sponsor, True Classic, here to help you end the old year with a new you in clothes that'll give you confidence to tackle all of those 2024 goals and resolutions. Out with the old ratty t-shirts and sweat stains and holes. Yes, 
Eagles Now family. I'm talking to you. True Classics outerwear, ultra comfortable, perfect fitting essentials range from fitted t-shirts, athleisure, jeans, sweaters, boxer briefs, shorts, and a whole lot more. True Classic has everything that you need to hit the gym, to take it slow, or to treat yourself to something nice, or to spit game with the ladies or the men if you go out on a date. They've already helped over 2 million men look great in their apparel, and now you can save big while you do so. For a limited time, only get 25% off when you shop now with our exclusive link, trueclassic.com slash chat sports. The hoodies, very comfortable. The joggers, high quality and awesome. And you can pair everything with their ultra soft, super stretchy material that is comfortable, long lasting, comfortable. And you know my motto, look good, feel good, just like the Eagles do in their fresh uniform combination. So get up to 25% off right now. Start the new year off looking right, but also saving money with True Classic. Continue to move forward on today's show. You know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with their defensive style, Todd Bowles, very aggressive defensive mind, are going to bring the house. And Jalen Hurts has to do a better job of identifying the blitz, reading the blitz at the line of scrimmage, checking it down, making the necessary audibles at the line, and if he doesn't, Eagles could have a long night in the passing game. Hertz has really struggled against the Blitz this year. He's only completed 60.5% of his throws for a little more than 1,300 yards. He's thrown six touchdowns, eight picks. Could be worse. Three dropped interceptions during that span. And a rating which ranks 28th among quarterbacks in the NFL of 74.1. And why do I say that the Buccaneers are going to Blitz a lot? Because that's what they do. They have the third highest Blitz rate in the NFL. Philadelphia, also with this defense, has to be able to get off the field on third downs. This has been a problematic trend all throughout the year, and maybe this is just who Philadelphia is. The Eagles have allowed a conversion rate of 46% on third and 10 plus. We're not even talking third and short. We're talking third and 10 plus the last month. That is the worst mark in the NFL. Again, 46%. When the league average is at 19%. So when I've said over the last couple of days, over the last couple of weeks, that this is a historically bad defense, those numbers back that up. And when you give up third downs against the opposition, it's a recipe for a long night, especially with an Eagles defense that's looked tired. It's looked slow. Matt Patricia, Nick Sirianni even said this week, we got to get past how we played over the last couple of weeks, and we got to get back to playing fast and aggressive and not thinking as much. But when you're on the field consistently, especially when your offense is really struggling and you give up a lot of third downs, it keeps your defense on the field. So that affects your stamina, and it tires you out, and then you're not able to get any stops because you can't generate pressure on the quarterback, and then on the back end, you're just a leaky valve. For this Eagles offense, it is going to be so important to turn red zone trips into touchdowns. And Philadelphia, in turn, has to stop the Buccaneers in the red zone. The Eagles' defense, 30th in red zone defense. The Buccaneers' defense, third in red zone defense. And what's been a part of the Eagles' struggles of late? They'll move the ball, 
But when they're in plus territory, penalties back them up. Communication causes a penalty to back them up, or they turn the football over. Or when they get in the red zone, they're settling for three. They're not settling for seven. And that can be the difference in a close playoff game like this one could be, with the Eagles only being three-point favorites. So the Buccaneers give up a lot of yards, but then they buckle down inside the 20. And this Eagles team, because the defense has been so bad, when they get in the red area, if they can put seven points on the scoreboard consistently, they can win this game going away. Lastly, five more points on how to beat the Buccaneers. You avoid those aforementioned penalties and turnovers, which ruin your momentum and ruin the flow of your game. you got to be able to stop Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, both sneakily this year, went over 1,000 yards. And this Eagles secondary, they haven't been able to cover anybody. Good news is, Darius Slay is back, and Baker Mayfield is really, really banged up with an ankle injury that's hobbled him, as well as a rib injury, right? I think it's a rib injury as well for Baker Mayfield. So over the last couple of weeks, that Buccaneers offense has not been good because Mayfield has been banged up. And the big play has been alive and well for this Buccaneers offense. You can't let Mike Evans and Chris Godwin get behind you, and you're going to be without Sidney Brown. You're going to be a little bit light at that safety spot. Reed Blankenship has been injured all throughout this week. Kevin Byard, a little bit older. And the communication, I want to get to that next, has been so bad on the back end. And one of the reasons why I love Jesse Minner, the Michigan defensive coordinator, he runs a complex pro-style scheme, which is really all the craze at the NFL level right now. Mike McDonald used to be Michigan's defensive coordinator. He's now the Ravens' defensive coordinator. He's running the same scheme. Ravens have the number one defense in the NFL. Uh, Jesse Minner is running the same scheme. And what did Michigan do in the national title game that I was at, got to see up close and personal in Houston? The Washington offense, which has three wide receivers who could go in the first two or three rounds, and Michael Penix Jr., who could go in the first round, they scored 13 points per game, and they were averaging nearly 40 points per. And what really stood out to me was the communication of the defense audibly, making those hand signals to set up their coverage, but also how some of the defensive backs were able to pass on receivers to the next level of the defense. Eagles try to do that, and they just have guys running free. It's awful. So that's the defensive communication that I'm talking about. And then the offensive communication. This Eagles offensive line has a lot of talent. They haven't played up to their level. Sirion even said that this week. Part of that is the bad communication. And it's the offensive line. It's Jalen Hurts. They've just been out of sync. And against this Buccaneers team with a couple of good pass rushers, good defensive linemen, good linebacking core, they can take advantage of that. And then as far as the communication goes as well, getting play calls in on time and the right personnel groupings on the field so that you don't have to burn timeouts like the Eagles had to do in that second half trying to come back against Arizona. To make Jalen Hurts' job and life a little bit easier and to negate the blitz, how about some screen passes to DeAndre Swift? You let the rushers get upfield, you dump it off to DeAndre Swift, who's so dynamic with the ball in his hands. Or Dallas Goddard into the flat. Dallas Goddard on a bubble screen. And I'm not talking where you have to throw a bubble screen all the way to the perimeter because the Eagles do that a little bit too much. I'm talking let the rushers get upfield, dump it off. Let the rushers get upfield, dump it over their top to Dallas Goddard. I just want to see more of that, especially with Hurts being banged up and that rain. And then the Eagles have to be better against the run. The Buccaneers are awful running the football. So if the Eagles can't stop the Buccaneers rushing offense, 
going to be a long day because that sets up the play action for Baker Mayfield. So with that, that's my guide for how the Eagles can beat the Buccaneers. I want you to predict the score. I've been so down on this team, and after the Sunday watch party during our post-game show, I had said, look, I don't even know if the Eagles can beat the Bucs. <sighs> I'm going to remain faithful to this ball club. 27-24, my final score. Predict the score. What do you think? We also got a $20 Super Chat coming in from Lori Pappas. One of our Super Chat MVPs this year. Hashtag Eagles. Happy birthday, Chase. Lori, thank you so much. That's a birthday beer cheers right there. You know what it also is? Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high. And watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Trizzy, Trace, and I, we're bringing the good vibes back to this fan base that right now is down and out. Come on! All right, last call for our mailbag. We're not going to do an Eagles Now Happy Hour because Trace has to go to a dinner with his family. So if you want to get Super Chats in right now to donate to the show, we greatly appreciate that. We can't really hang around much after the show. But also, you want to get your questions in and answered on our mailbag. Hashtag Eagles. Let's talk Eagles Bucks. Let's talk Nick Sirianni. Let's talk roster management. Let's talk Howie Roseman. Let's do it all. And let's chop it up with the Fly Eagles Fly family. A lot of people saying the Eagles are going to win. Floyd Johnson, 31-27. Aiden, 24-20. Martian, 34-14. David B, 28-20. Ernesto, 30-14. Shane Butler, 30-7. We're losing. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Mailbag coming up. Let's get to stepping. Let's get to it. Today's Philadelphia Eagles now is sponsored by True Classic. You can get up to 25% off at trueclassic.com slash chatsports. More coming up on True Classic air in just a bit. But start off your 2024 right Looking good and feeling good like I am with this polo. TrueClassic.com slash chat sports. Coming up on today's show, we're talking all things Eagles going into the NFL playoffs with the wild card matchup set as the birds hitting the road to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So with that, let's take your questions. But first, make sure you join us for our Monday Night Football Watch Party. I think we're going to go live about 90 minutes before the game. So subscribe. Turn on your notifications and come experience the best place to experience game day outside of being at the game right here on Eagles Now. Super Chat giveaways, Super Chat rifle, uh, raffle items. We'll be taking down some beers with the homies and providing you with play-by-play -play and analysis in real time. Hope to see all of you there for some Monday night football. Let's begin our mailbag with this one coming in from Aiden Cusio, a loyal viewer of the show, and I love that profile picture right there. I miss the Kelly Green threads already. If A.J. Brown does not play, how much will that affect us? It'll affect Philadelphia greatly. A.J. Brown with all the drama, you would think that he's having a down year. He's not at all. And A.J. Brown this year has arguably been 
the second best wide receiver in the game outside of Tyreek Hill. And the last two years, he has just been a dominant playmaker on the outside. You can tell that A.J. Brown has a lot of confidence in him. He's a player that has a diverse route tree. He could pick up yards after the catch with his speed, acceleration, physicality, and being able to break tackles. But what's underrated about his game, his ability to get vertical and be an explosive element for this Eagles offense. And Jalen Hurts, we know that this Eagles offense is desperate for the explosive play. Hurts likes to sometimes just throw it downfield to A.J. Brown. Let him come down with some of those contested catches. And this year, if A.J. Brown doesn't play, you're without a player who was targeted 158 times, career high for him, for 106 catches, career high, and 1,456 yards, 40 below what he had last year. And you'd see a lot of Devontae Smith who is going to play in this game, and I imagine a lot more from Dallas Goddard and a lot more running with DeAndre Swift. The problem with the Eagles' offense, no real reliable option at that wide receiver three spot. Julio Jones washed. Alameda Zacchaeus is what he is. Quez Watkins, fraud. Sava, my confidence level for an Eagles win is at a 50. I'm staying neutral. Right down the middle, I see. But hopeful for this team to shock everyone in the playoffs and win it all. For as much as we've been frustrated with this Eagles team over the last month and a half as they've lost five of six, as bad as they've looked, if they make it to the Super Bowl, can you imagine how much the tune in the city is going to change and how much excitement there's going to be? And let me ask you this. Would you really be all that shocked if the Eagles found their way to Las Vegas? They have a lot of talent on offense. Now, my concern Eagles defense can't stop anybody. But what if they start to get to the opposing quarterback and they give that secondary a boost by not allowing the quarterback to have all day to throw? That's the recipe for Philadelphia to make a deep run. The issue, though, if we have no upsets in the first round, Philadelphia might have to go on the road to Dallas. Cowboys haven't lost at home. They might have to go on the road to play the San Francisco 49ers who boat raced the Eagles back in week 13 those are two difficult matchups. I like the Eagles' opportunity to win if they have to go to Detroit. And I'm not counting this team out by any means, but right now they need to get their mojo back, their swagger back, their confidence back. I got my swagger back. We need the Eagles to do that. And they haven't had that over the last several weeks. Like I said at the start of the show, Eagles Now, sponsored by True Classic. Shout out Potion. Eagles now. Get 25% off trueclassic.com slash chat sports. If you're looking for comfortable t-shirts, athleisure, golf polos, sweatpants, jeans, shorts, boxer briefs, hoodies, True Classic literally has it all. And if you're able to look good and save money, that's a no-brainer in my book. True Classic, our favorite sponsor, is here to help you end the old year with the new you. In clothes, that'll give you the confidence to tackle those 2024 resolutions. Out with the old ratty, old, nasty shirts. And in with some really nice gear. True Classics ultra-comfortable, perfect-fitting essentials range from fitted t-shirts, athleisure, jeans, sweaters, outerwear, and more. And True Classic has everything you need to hit the gym, to kick it on the couch, watching a movie or a show, Netflixing and chilling, or treat yourself to something nice. So go to trueclassic.com slash chat support. 
and you get 25% off. I'm rocking one of their polos here on the show today. You can get like me and style up and level up like me with True Classic. Tariq Shell, who would be your first choice for the soon-to-be open offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator positions in the offseason? My number one defensive coordinator hire would be Jesse Minner, who is the Michigan defensive coordinator, pro-level scheme that's really taken over the NFL. It's the same scheme at Michigan that Mike McDonald, former Michigan defensive coordinator, is running right now with the Baltimore Ravens, number one defense in the NFL. They flustered and confused the Niners offense back a couple of weeks ago on Christmas. So Jesse Minner, who I had an opportunity to talk with and interview in the lead-up to the national championship game, would be my number one hire there. Really blown away by his focus, by his intensity, with his communication skills, his overall scheme, his play calling, and he just carries himself like he's in control. And I like that. I think he's a rising star in the coaching industry. Let me throw out a wild card for offensive coordinator here. The Miami Dolphins haven't been able to beat a lot of teams with a winning record. And when they've gone up against physical teams, they've got punched in the jaw. They haven't been able to respond. And I think that the Dolphins are going down to the Kansas City Chiefs. They have to go on the road. They never win games when it's below 32 degrees. And now it's going to feel like minus 20 at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. What if Mike McDaniel gets fired? I'd make him my offensive coordinator in a jump. The other offensive coordinator that I do want to talk about here is a wild card, but it's a name who a lot of you are familiar with. G.J. Kinney. G.J. Kinney is my guy who I really like. He's a Texas State legend, and G.J. Kinney, they just won the first responder bowl, first bowl in Texas State history, he was with the Eagles during his playing career, actually, in the preseason, 2013 to 2015, a practice squad guy. He was also with Philadelphia as an offensive special projects coach in 2019. He was at Incarnate Ward, and now he's with Texas State. He has an overall record of 20-7. and seven. And G.J. Kinney, the offensive stats, he runs a modern scheme and scores a lot of points. He's very creative, and I think, actually, he's going to be a future head coach. In 2022, before G.J. Kinney, 21 points per game, 325 yards per game. In 2023, after G.J. Kinney at Texas State, 36 points per game, 457 yards of offense per game. When he was the head coach at University of Incarnate Ward, before G.J. Kinney, 39 points per game, 513 yards per game of offense. In 2022, after G.J. got hired, 51 points per game, 721 yards per game. So at Texas State and Incarnate Ward, his offenses from before they hired him to after him went up by about two touchdowns. Pretty impressive. And I like his play calling, his play design, his scheme. Those are the two names right there. Carol Hosey, I'm curious to get your reaction to possibly getting Cliff Kingsbury as offensive coordinator. I know it's an out-of-the-box hire, but I wanted to get your opinion. Love you, Chase. I love you too, Carol. Thanks for watching the show, and I love everybody who continues to support the program here. I'm humbled to be able to do this and host this program as a guy who grew up in the Philadelphia area dreaming of talking Eagles for a living. Um, yeah, look, Cliff Kingsbury, like the same things that I said 
about G.J. Kinney, Mike McDaniel, creative offensive line, pre-snap motion. They implement a lot of that. Now, Kingsbury is a Mike Leach disciple, and he runs more of the air raid as compared to a McDaniel who's running the outside zone, which incorporates a big running game. Cliff Kingsbury, why I'd be lukewarm on that. I'm not sure that he could really scheme up a good running scheme because it's such a pass-happy system because that's what the air raid is. You spread out four wide receivers, they get upfield. And there aren't a lot of nuances to what he likes to run, but he is a younger, creative offensive mind who can maybe add some more wrinkles to that. But I'd be lukewarm on him as compared to a Mike McDaniel or a G.J. Kinney. Byron Nails, real one right here. One of our loyal viewers, subscribers, super chatters, and just a legend. Do you think we're hiding a scheme to bring it out against the Buccaneers? According to Chad Johnson, Johnson Ocho Cinco, by the way, the numbers on him and Shannon Sharp's podcast are crazy. They get like 50,000 people watching live at one point. It's nuts. Um, but he was in the car going to Philadelphia. He knows a lot of players on this Eagles team and knows the organization well. I'm not sure what the tie is there. But he made the claim that the Eagles have been playing possum. And he thinks that the Eagles are going to shock a lot of people and they're going to turn it on. I disagree. I don't think that you can play possum in the NFL. I know Dallas Goddard also alluded to that, that they were looking ahead to getting toward the playoffs because they had that Super Bowl fatigue potentially. They've looked so bad. The play calling's been awful. The play design, the system, the scheme, it's been horrible. And the Eagles' defense has also been horrendous. And what are we doing defensively? Bad communication. And why the hell? Is Hassan Ruddy dropping back in coverage when he's one of the best pass rushers in the game? Would the Niners drop back Nick Bosa? Would the Browns drop back Miles Garrett? Would the Pittsburgh Steelers drop back T.J. Watt? Hell no. Why are we doing that with a similar player in Hassan Reddick? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, Byron, what if the Eagles come out and dominate the Tampa Buccaneers? And they have a lot of creativity. And the defensive scheme, offensive scheme, looks a lot different. Then we might have a conversation. Was Chad Ochocinco right? Was Dallas Goddard right? But I don't think so. I think this Eagles team, they're tired, they're slow, they're worn down, they're fatigued, and they've had no answers for what teams have thrown their way. Sample size is long enough for me to come up with that. Who you got? Monday Night Football, E for the Eagles, B for the Buccaneers. Get those predictions in. And how about B-Doc right here? Chase, which Eagles players do you think will retire or not return? What players should we draft? Wow. Um, how about drafting Jeremiah Trotter? Eagles need to finally invest in linebacker. You know what I would do, B-Doc? I would draft Jeremiah Trotter Jr. I would sign Patrick Queen, and I would bring back C.J. Gardner-Johnson. It's my offseason plan, and it shows up a lot of the issues that you have on this Eagles team right now. As far as which Eagles players don't return, I think the Eagles have to get a little bit younger at defensive tackle. They need to see if Jordan Davis can play. I'm confident that Jalen Carter can be a star, but he's looked tired. Uh, Milton Williams is solid. Do you want to play him more? And do you just let Fletcher Cox go at this point, who early in the year was playing good ball, but he's gotten a little bit tired. So I think he might move on. I doubt, and I just, I don't know. I don't envision a scenario where Jason Kelsey retires. Like, I think he wants to go out on a better note than the Eagles playing this poorly. And when I watched that documentary, he shot the documentary, knowing that he might retire. And the plan was actually to retire. But then he felt good. And he even said in the doc, like, 
look, as long as I continue to feel good, I want to continue to play. And he's played at a really high level this year. Um, and was just voted on to be an All-Pro by the NFL Players Association. So I think that he might come back. Brandon Graham might not come back. I think the Eagles have to get a little bit better at defensive end because their pass rushing has not been good this year. So those are some thoughts there. It's playoff time. If you want the Eagles to win, type FTB down in the comment section. This week, it's all about getting the vibes back up. And that's what I'm trying to do here on Eagles now to follow suit. All right, Lori Papas with the one super chat that came in today. Trace just surprised me and said, hey, look. We can hang around for a bit. So with that, let's put up the two-minute Super Chat shot clock. Two. If you want us to stay live, send in a Super Chat. If we don't get a Super Chat within two minutes, we're going home. But we want to hang out and continue working. All Super Chats get a shout-out. $10, birthday beer cheers. For Lori, we sang the Fly Eagles Fly Fight song. $50 gets you a shotgun. $100 enters you in the bird's nest. Hall of Fame, a special club, which at the end of the year, we're going to have an end screen, kind of like a movie credit screen of everybody who sent in a $100 Super Chat. So that's our Super Chat menu right here. Keep us live. 30 Keep. seconds in. Keep us live. Keep us live. Keep us live. Keep us live. Recent commenter club, Dez215, Techno Eagle, Brian Bidding, Dragon, Warrior, Dan Nelson, TNA, Andrew Nathan, Byron Nails, Alex Cruz, David B. Has anybody sent a resume builder to Sirianni? His resume is pretty damn good. This year has just been bad the last six weeks. Byron, Byron Nails! Byron Nails! Byron Nails! Byron Nails! Let's get this win and cheer till the end. Speaking of cheering, good vibes. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Dragon, Brian, Lori, type an FTB. Look, I do have a happy dad here that I will shotgun. Shotgun the dad. For a $50 super chat. Come on. Birthday shotgun for the birthday boy. Techno Eagle. Chase, how long have you remembered me for? A long time. Long, long time. A long, long time. FTB from Brosy Smacks. Brian Bidding. I love it. Lori Pappas keeping the comment section moving. Come on. Who wants to see Chase do a shotgun? And I'll make a deal right now. Right now. If we get to 100 in total, I'll shotgun a beer too. All right. We're 75 away. Up to 25. You see the super chat shot clock below the pocket aces here. Approaching a minute. Come on. Techno Eagle said, yes, sir, FTB. Andrew Nathan. I would draft wide receiver Adonai Mitchell. Good Texas wide He's out. He's good. I like him. He's a touchdown machine. Sure up that wide receiver three position for the future also. Good running back safety tight end draft. I think you got to get a linebacker. Do you want to get another corner? 
You want to get another edge rusher. Who knows? You want to get another young defensive tackle. Des215, thank you for the happy birthday. Chase, tell your boy how to say the name correctly. Brazi Snacks. Brazi. Okay. Brazi Snacks. It's been a minute since I've been on Eagles. Ryan Bidding said, we are poor. No, you're not. <laughs> you're Eagles watching fans? the show. That's all we care about. Obviously, e Super Chash just go a long way in further supporting the show. Come on. 10, 9, Nine 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. We'll give you about a 20-second delay. I know a couple of people were getting their comments in on a delay. Come on, help a brother out on his birthday week, nonetheless. Before we do hop out of here, the vibes do need to be great. So everyone spam E for Eagles one more time yep. before we hop out of here, and I'm giving shout-outs. To everyone who types E. Chase getting it going. Techno Eagle typing it. Brian Bidding. Dragon. Techno Eagle. Dragon. Brian Bidding. Techno Eagle. Tankman. Alex Cruz. Raymond McDonald. Alex Cruz. Ryan Rowe. Byron Nails. Eagles best. Alex Cruz. Techno. Alex. Eagles. Techno. Tankman. Alex. Andrew Nathan. Dez. Techno. I turned 32 yesterday. Nice. 32. The ripe young age. Yeah, it's crazy. I was looking at Darius Slay's age today, and I was like, damn, he's already 33, and I'm like, fuck, I'm 32. Brozzy! Brozzy smacks! $2 super! Brozzy, Brozzy, How about this? We're at 27 in supers right now. If we get the 50 total, I'll do the shotgun. Ooh. 50 total, I'll do the shotgun. So that would mean that we're 23 away. Techno Eagle says, bro, you look like you're in your 20s. I feel good. I feel like I'm <laughs> it's in It's like my Jason 20s. Kelsey, feeling good. I got the Aaron Rodgers eyes, so some people think I look a little bit older, but I feel good, man. I look good. The ayahuasca eyes. <laughs> the ayahuasca eyes. I'm down for some shrooms. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Dude, that would be a fun live $100 Super Chat. We'll do shrooms live on the air. On a, on a watch party. It'll be kidding. great. Just kidding. <laughs> We'll do ayahuasca live on air. We will eat portobello mushrooms on air like Aaron Rodgers. Jalen Hurts just threw the ball out of the stadium into the Atlantic Ocean from Tampa. Wow. Whoa. Jalen Hurts just threw another touchdown. Baker Mayfield, another interception. Whoa, Baker wow. Mayfield. He has the height of Yao Ming. How? Byron, Sirianni looks 50 with the stress right now. Yeah, he looks stressed, man. Lori, type in E. David B, Bake Show. Uh-oh. Rut-row. Dez, thank you, Agent Like Fine Wine. My mom aged very, very well. Um, so hopefully I got those good genes, man. Shout out Chase. Andrew Nathan, do you think Ringo starts over JB, James Bradbury? I think. Patricia's going to go with the vet, but we'll see. Do you think that Ringo should start over Bradbury? Um, yeah, because I think Bradbury is just burnt toast. Yep. There you have it from Chase Sr. himself. Brian Bidding, Ayahuasca, some bad Eagles play. <laughs> I get it. Frozzy Snacks, did you get the super chat? Yeah. Yeah, we had it up for a minute. We had it up? We can show it again? Yeah, we'll do it one more time. 
Tank right. man, thank you. Here you go, Brazi. Here you go, brother. Um, do you think the Cowboys will win against the Packers? I saw Stephen A. saying this is the first year that the Cowboys could actually make a run to the Super Bowl. What do you think? I don't have faith in them to win in a big spot. I just, I, I, Honestly, I've the seen Packers are really young, but they're going to be a very difficult wild card opponent. I feel like Jordan Love threw for 33 touchdowns, 11 picks this year, and nobody really nobody said a word about it. Yeah, yeah, kind of wild. Quietly had a pretty damn good year, actually. All right, we're about to sign off. Thanks to everybody who watched the show today. Next time we'll be live Monday Night Football, baby. The playoffs are here. E A G L E S. Eagles! Go Birds! We'll see you on Monday for Trizium Chase and for the Bird Gang. We out. Peace!